2: I mean, at least
1: at least Aaron tried, and I respect that. He at least did that. Alright, welcome in. It is episode number. I didn't prepare a number of jobbing out. I am uh, Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. He's Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live. And the main event, vent, 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 vent AJ Francis will join us shortly. Look, this sort of is an is what it is situation. It's a holiday week. Um everybody's schedules are all effed up. Uh, We couldn't bump anything back, so we're going to squeeze in as much show as we can here today, uh, try to talk about everything that needs to be discussed, and we'll get back to doing normal episodes next week when there's no holiday, all right? So that's the deal. That's what's going on. With that in mind, I know Aaron will probably be the first that has to go, so Aaron, I'm going to ask you to start. I know there are probably more pressing issues to deal with this week, but I'm instead going to have you start, uh, I'm assuming that you watched Fighter Fest?
2: I did, I uh, watched that live on uh, Bleacher Report Live.
1: I have not had the chance to watch yet, although much like Double or Nothing, I intend to before the week is over. Um, oh,
2: you, you mean you're on a wrestling podcast and you didn't watch a big pay-per-view? Yeah, oh. we, d- we have
1: not established AEW pay-per-views as such a thing yet. We haven't done that. That's not. The- also, by the way, I'm not the columnist
2: for a
0: major
1: American
2: <laughs> newspaper, asshole. All right. Go go on, go on, go on.
1: Uh, your thoughts on fight, obviously everybody's talking about the chair shot thing, that's the big headline that yeah. sort of came out of it, but give me your thoughts both on that and then the pay-per-view as a whole.
2: You know, it was it was overall a solid show, not quite as big as Double or Nothing, but it wasn't supposed to be. It was, you know, something that was tacked on to um, CEO or whatever that video game, the, the fighting convention is that Kenny Omega, you know, is a big part of. So this was kind of tacked onto it, and then they decided, probably smartly, to say, hey, you know, we can use this to keep the buzz going for AEW. So, you know, it was an overall very solid show, especially the main show. The pre-show had its issues, but, uh, you know, hopefully they're still trying to tinker, you know, figure out those things. And yeah, obviously the, the big news coming out of it is the headshot, and whether we, you know, even with a gimmick chair, should we be doing the unprotected headshots? I'm I'm very much against it. Uh, I didn't like it, but you know, this is Cody Dusty obviously loved it. So you know we we maybe sing more of that. Well, as and we
1: go on. I, I think the other, the secondary question is, is it a way to get attention? You know, like is it a way that when you're a fledgling uh, promotion that you can steal some conversation in the mainstream over the course of the, the you know the next twenty four to forty eight hours, um you know, by doing something, that that's not supposed to happen and i don't again as i i have no idea what to make of the whole situation that's what the the young bucks put out it was supposed to be a gimmick chair it wasn't uh cody didn't have a concussion but he did it to get staples I, i i don't know i'm probably with you aaron i i don't like it i just wouldn't be doing it at all and frankly i think it should be company policy to not do it um i just don't think a major wrestling promotion should still be living in that world one way or the other. And if you're going to be a major wrestling promotion, I, I, it's a weird line, right? <laughs> Somebody would say it's a way that you can almost separate yourself from WWE. I don't think that's the way that you want to be separating yourself from WWE.
2: Yeah, I agree. Like, again, if you want to gimmick it, you want to make it safe, like, I don't like, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm fundamentally against chair shots then. that. I think that's one thing that in wrestling that WWE has gotten right for, by going away from that I don't think it was you know it's something from a bygone era that should be from a bygone era that's my opinion yeah. that being said if, if all of the wrestlers there and, and you know obviously Cody and the Young Bucks and they know a lot more about this stuff than, than I do and if they're saying we can do this in a safe way and we know that it is a safe way you know I, I'm going to be against it but there, there are a lot of things that I am against in wrestling that continue to happen so it is what it is I just, if it was up to me, it would be gone from wrestling.
1: Yeah, I probably tend to agree. I probably tend to agree with that.
3: Well, I think if you combine this with what they're doing with Ambrose and, um, or sorry,
1: John Moxley, yeah.
3: And, uh, Joey Janela or whatever, like, they're clearly sending a message that they are gonna do this kind of stuff.
2: Well you know. You know. See I didn't I, I didn't think, you know, yeah they use thumbtacks, yeah they do stuff but they there weren't really any stupid, stupid spots in that. Well they had barbed Chabelle. wire and
3: stuff though, which is
2: like Yeah, all... but i guess, you yeah, it that sucks, but it's not like like honestly, I thought the Darby all in uh or Darby Allen uh spot where he just landed right on the uh right on the apron. That was a much dumber spot than anything we saw well, in well, uh, well, well, no, no, no but uh, I guess
3: my, but I guess my point is this like You know, they clearly booked those things so that they would all be separate, so they wouldn't repeat the same kind of things. That's not to say that they're not going to do that kind of spot in the next match with those other people. I think, you know, they're not going to do the same spot in every single match. I just think that the the different puzzle pieces put together to paint this picture that that's what they're going to do. And, you know, I'm not into it, (laughs) to be honest with you. I mean, I'm into the the good wrestling, but like once they start bleeding and stuff, I'm out. I, I'm not into it.
1: Look, I you know, I, I'm not I'm not averse to bleeding, right? Like it's not like all of a sudden I say, oh, I'm not going to watch that. I'm not a you know, I don't have I'm not I don't get that way. I don't. I'm not looking for it. Is what I would say. I don't. That to me is not what wrestling is missing right now. Um no. Is is more blood. Um,
3: it's a turn off. It attracts the least common denominator fan like I'm just not into it I think it's low rent and 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 disgusting you know yeah. just
2: you know I I'm I'm I think I'm more with you than I'm against you that that being like I don't like the the true death match stuff the stuff with the mm-hmm. you know the shattered lights the jabbing needles the you know the really stuff I I hate that I thought that this one was done in a way where I thought that you know, it kind of, you know, it, it felt like one of the older hardcore matches as opposed to one of the just sheer was It was, it was
3: fine. I guess what I'm, I guess my point is, like, this looks like the beginning of, like, so, like, if you start doing this kind of stuff and it attracts the people that like it, then you have to, like, up the ante. And that's sort of, like, what I'm looking at for, like, for a big picture for the future. Because, like, I think, you know, part of this conversation is, like, we all don't really know what AEW even is yet. Because there's no TV show. So you can sure, do these correct. events and, and, you know, they can sort of show you what they think they are right now or what they're doing right now. But, like, until you have, like, a cohesive narrative that isn't just these online videos and these pay-per-views, like, we don't really know what it is. But if, like, this is what it's going to be and they're sort of, like, showing you that, like, like that concerns me a little bit because I don't think it's sustain- sustainable in a mainstream way. Um, it's going to turn off advertisers. It's going to, you know... So, like, it'll be interesting to see, like, if this is the direction they're they're going or if this is just kind of, like, a couple blips on the radar and they'll sort of bring it back to the mainstream once they have to do their TNT television show. That's
2: well, a look, fair I, I think it's clear that, that hardcore matches, that, that, you know, violent matches, is going to be a part of it just by their roster. Like, you didn't sign Joey Janela right. and Jimmy right. Havoc if you weren't going to at least incorporate that. And I think that one thing that AEW does do well is that it, it does it represents like you, you look at the show that the shows they put on and it does represent every aspect of wrestling you're getting the yes. great tag matches I' you're getting the psychological individual matches and you and yes hardcore matches whether you like it or not is a part of wrestling so I do think it's going to be a piece of it. The question just is how big of a
1: piece. Right, and again, yeah. how far are you willing to go, right? And then, you know, TNT is probably going to have a word <laughs> about how far they're willing oh, sure. to go. And
3: I, I can tell you what they're not going to do. They're not going to do those headshots on <laughs> on that show.
1: No, no, not on that <laughs> show. But I also, I, like, I, I do think it's interesting to me, you know, how far Bleacher Report. Like, that is still Turner that we're talking about, too, right now, is that right. everybody thinks of Bleacher Report is what it was once upon a time, which was this fly-by-night, you know, insane anybody can go be a part of it type of, of business but it's now it's owned by turner that's a turner you know thing what are they going to allow if all these events are going to be streamed as part of br live even the pay-per-views mm-hmm. are they going to have a word about that too at some point at some point like they're sharing it out on their social media and it's the same right. company and you know those are the types of stuff that you got to think about so it'll be interesting to be
2: advertising it on your nba games
1: Right, correct, right. Yeah, you know, go yeah. watch it. I mean, and you just like it, is it going to be family broadcasting? If it is, how much of this can you do even on pay-per-view? Look, it's it's a fine line. There's always going to be things I mean, gonna you know,
3: look we're, we're going to be having the same conversation of, I feel a little of, bit later. Of course, about what
1: we saw way. on on what we saw on the um, night raw, of course. Absolutely, no doubt. I mean, it's like um,
3: But 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 uh, you know, it's it's just it's all very interesting because you know, clearly the fans do want some more of this type of thing but how far can you go um, without you know sort of um, eating up all of the equity that you've achieved by not doing it um, and, and I guess I'm more talking about WWE but in general for the wrestling product because I think you know the attractiveness of that product comes from the the track record of the WWE you know what I mean at, so well like,
1: C W, yeah I mean like that, that was right, that's right. a big part of this no doubt um, one other thought on AEW real quick, bef- like, right after we went off the air last week, um, th- there was this story that came out about Kenny Omega being mad that the <laughs> WWE is streaming their Evolve show next Saturday night when AEW is doing, uh, an event that they're going to donate some of the ticket sales to, uh, charity. Um, yes. I-, I-, I am...
3: Welcome to the business,
1: Right. Ra- I, I guess, <laughs> like... If I'm, I don't really have any problem with Kenny Omega. I, I, you always have to keep in mind. I assume everything is kayfabe, right? Like, yes. I, everything that happens is yeah. kayfabe. So I'm not bothered by Kenny Omega. Like, I don't believe that Kenny Omega really thinks that there's anything wrong with this because Kenny Omega knows better. I think Kenny Omega trying to score points. And I, try- I'm
2: sure he's pissed about it, but that,
3: that's all fine. But if he is, welcome to the business. Like, yes, if you want no. if you want to go out there and puff out your chest and do all this stuff and. And the you know, shots fired, and we're so cool, and all this, you know, then you got to be prepared to take this kind of stuff because they're going to do it every single time. You're going to have they a, are. You, 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 have think, have a you think that it's over. a
2: coincidence that, yeah, TakeOver yeah. is during uh, All Out, and then this? Like, it's not a well, coincidence.
1: Well, hang on. So the takeover is an NX is a UK takeover, so it's in the afternoon. It's not the same yeah, time. It's not
2: directly, but the fact right. that they've have, they have announced two network specials <laughs> in the past month and both They're of them are okay. be on the, on the same Look, day. Look, yeah. as I'm gonna yeah.
1: I'll play devil's advocate on both first again, I again I don't I don't really believe that, that that Kenny Omega actually has an issue. If he does, if we're being fair, the Evolve show was announced before there was an AEW show that night, right?
3: Well, it wasn't announced that it was on the network.
1: No, but the show itself was announced. Correct, right. The date, and then all of a sudden, the date had nothing to do.
3: Matt Riddle versus Drew Gulak. Now you've got Adam right, Cole defending the title. And,
1: now, we also know yeah. that it's a, a very big show for Evolve. And we also know that WWE and Evolve have been working together for a long time.
3: Right, so it's not out of left it's, field. Right it's,
1: not, is, right, it's not absurd. This isn't as... Like, if WWE suddenly said, we're going to take a house show and put it on TV that night...
3: It's definitely happening, though. That's right.
1: definitely going to happen. Well, it might at some point. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it might. I, it's totally possible. Um, but if that was the case, if this was, we're going to do Beast in the East on this particular date and announce it two weeks beforehand, then, yeah, that'd be a far more credible, like, it's obvious what's going on. This Ow. one... I, I get it. I don't think it's as obvious as people are trying to make it be. But this is just them responding to AEW. As much as dude, Evolve announced a date. They're really involved with Evolve. It, yeah. It's kind of logical that all of these things would come Hello. to play.
2: All I I agree of- it's, with you. it's it's logical. Yeah. But at the same time, I do think they were factoring that in. I it definitely. Which part, part do
1: you think they were factoring factoring in?
2: That 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 they they saw the opportunity to do this they were thinking ah, ah. man maybe we should do an evolved thing in the future and they're like wait this is on the same day let's yeah, truck. and it
3: costs them like barely anything because the production value of these shows is good but it's like it doesn't break the bank they just put a couple there's a hard cam and there's like, like one handheld or two handhelds on this you know it's like the um like the nxt house shows that they put matches for the show on you know it, they still have their house show set up, and they throw a couple cameras in there. Right. It doesn't cost them anything to do this, so it's like I guess what I would that's say. That's the thing.
1: I think it's like, more a happy coincidence than it is anything else. I like. I I think, right, a, I think that I think that AEW wants people to think this way. I think that AEW wants people to believe like WWE is well, right. really nervous. So look at what they're doing. As much look, as it's assholes. right, right. As and when I think the reality is more along the lines of like, hey, we've been planning on doing something like this anyway huh, how about that? It just so happens to be the date. That's interesting. Well, we ain't going to move it. Like, that's more the way that I think the reality is.
3: I also I also 100% believe this is going to happen in the future in a more blatant way, though. Like, I think at some point, there's going to be because here's the thing, like, like you said, they have the infrastructure in place where there's events on every Sunday. All they have to do is throw a couple of camera guys in there. You know, like, the, the the infrastructure for the network is set up, so it's the, the, like they can basic they can basically rival their competitor, quote unquote, who's who's gonna have to be throwing the bank at an event with like the change from their couch, you know? What I, mean?
1: Like, I mean, I I get I get what you're saying, and I I guess I would say I like, think they're gonna hold off.
3: I, yeah, this isn't that yet. But like, yeah. if you see a network special where it's like Finn Balor versus Nakamura and like, you know, Johnny Gargan, like they load it up with stuff like that, right? And, you know, they're directly competing. Because yeah. like to your point, if they throw up Beast in the East, they might not really be competing because the people that are going to watch AEW don't want to watch Brock Lesnar or whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe. But 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 if they start loading it up with all of the people that those people do want to see then you're like, okay, this, like, like, a, like yeah. a real NXT takeover, no offense to the UK product, but, no, you know, not as many people watch that. Like, if they would put a real takeover at the same time, then I would say they're definitely purposefully doing that.
1: Yeah, something but along those lines. I hear until you. Until
3: they do that, then this is
2: just, I think it's a little bit of a coincidence to your point. Well, and
1: again, I, I just genuinely believe Kenny is trying to score points. Like, I just genuinely oh, course, think see, Kenny I that, Omega's... That
2: tweet was absolutely a point. Right. But it doesn't mean it's also... There isn't some truth to it, I think, is it yeah. might be. Uh, it's
1: something. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I I really think it's way more that Kenny's trying to make it something that it isn't, and he's trying to do that for a purposeful reason, and I don't blame him for trying to do it for a purposeful reason, and the absurdity of him trying to make it seem like it's, you know, we're doing a charity thing, you know, when obviously— Well, the, the, the
2: charity bit was obviously just right. a point score. Yeah, right, yeah. correct. Like We also talk about how absurd it was
3: that um, the wrestling media was like— Picking on AEW, saying they weren't taking themselves seriously, and that like that people would actually buy into this like their jokes about the fire festival and being in financial. Yeah,
2: it's stupid. <laughs> Come on,
3: people. Nobody believes that that's real. Like, it's not going to hurt them. Like, I, mean, I,
2: they, I, I think you. I think if you wanted to, you AJ could say those jokes to, were dumb.
3: I, yeah, I wish AJ was here to say Dave Meltzer's an idiot. Maybe <laughs> I'll just say it. But you know, like. I, I couldn't believe how much press that got. Like, <laughs> there's like four different dirt sheet writers like commenting about how it's going to hurt their brand. So this is the most absurd
2: thing I've ever read.
1: And they called their event Fighter Fest. Like, come on. You
2: know, <laughs> look, <laughs> if, if you want to say the jokes were dumb and they didn't hit, I think you were partially right.
1: Also I also think
2: I, that it didn't really. Hit and I would that even well, go a step beyond
1: that, which is say like the timing of it. like that's a way better concept four months ago. Like, yes. right.
2: Four Correct.
1: months ago when everybody had just seen the documentaries and everybody was talking about them, then right. you don't have to have really witty jokes. Just doing anything that's of that theme probably works. 4 months right. later we're like oh right yeah the firefest yeah, yeah yeah we were thinking about that a while ago you know like it, right you're you so damaged the
3: brand no no, no was it absolutely. bad sure it was bad it was but like i don't know yeah I, it was, I, and
2: like, it, if you we, we if you want to say some the of pre, this stuff. Yeah. like like i said the pre show was a little bit of a mess so they need to really work on that before they the really show. had
1: some issues with their pre shows man like they have had some real pre show problems um, They. they he, one
3: of the big well, things, what, just, I and I want pre-show. I want to talk what about the, what's the issue with the pre-show?
2: Well, there there were two. One is you had the Michael Nakazawa Alex Jabaley match, and Alex Jabaley is the that basically the head of the convention there, the head of CES or CEO or gaming or whatever it is. All right. So you had a non-wrestler competing oh. on in a pretty high-profile way. <laughs> Not good. The other thing is is the li- the librarian gimmick, which is kind of funny right. in their thirty second clip on YouTube. Not great when you're giving ten minutes to that on a pre show. Hey, the, a non a non wrestler in a high profile match. Who would think? Who would have thought?
1: Oh, True. oh! You want me to lead into a Shane McMahon conversation? I won't do it. <laughs> Let's go. Um, no, I mean I'm not. I I'm not there. We got too many other things to get to. Of course, I I don't know if we even <laughs> I don't even know if we're waiting for AJ at this point. So we just might Dude, dive gonna, into I'm a few of bait, them.
3: I'm gonna bait you with that forever. <laughs>
1: Uh you're not I you, I I just you can't get me to get angry today. You can't get me to do it. It's a holiday week. I refuse to get angry. I just want to get through this thing and uh yep. and get on to it. Um so before we get to what occurred uh and everybody talking about what happened on Raw, there's another pretty big story that looms related to the WWE. That is reportedly that Fox has requested Vince McMahon ask a buddy um. of his ...to appear on SmackDown. Wait, who? Oh.
3: Oh, boy.
1: Do you not know?
2: Oh, boy. Fox no.
1: has requested that Vince McMahon personally ask...
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a WWE Hall of Famer. That's true. Name it. Okay, wait. It's WWE Hall of Famer.
3: It's, is it someone that we're already annoyed with?
1: Oh, yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's fair to say. Hulk Hogan?
1: No, it's no. not Hulk Hogan. I would say this person even more well-known than Hulk Hogan.
3: Uh, <laughs> who? Just tell me.
1: The President of the United States. No. No. <laughs> no. Fox has reportedly asked Vince McMahon to request that Donald no. Trump appear on Smackdown which I
3: will say this if that happens if it happens all of the things that we thought have jumped the shark of this presidency that will be the most ridiculous Well I mean one.
1: it would be it would rank up there now in fairness like they could do it in a very different way they could do it in a way where you know like he's just um, like they could ask him to appear on the day after Like they did
3: with the Obama and Hillary videos like, Right there's, just, a like, million, there's a
1: million ways to
2: go about doing <laughs> it There's no way he's showing up in LA on that first there's show There's just no chance Can, can you there's really say no that chance. though? What? Like, can you in really LA, say that with confidence? I, okay, you're right I can't say anything <laughs> with confidence about this I will say this In LA of all places I yeah, would I mean, have a, a there's
1: there's it. There's there's no way. It, 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 and, and look, Donald, I, Donald, you can say whatever you want. Donald Trump's camp's not dumb enough to do that. Like they, they, yeah, He would have to be in, like, Texas or something. Right, or, absolutely. Yes, they, somewhere along those lines. Or, they're not dumb enough to stroll him out there to be booed. you know, and like That's just not... That's just a bad idea.
3: Bring him to um,
1: Philly. Yeah, that would go well. <laughs> so, this... It's really funny, we right? To, are
3: we really going to talk about it? Yeah, we are going to talk imagine, about it. Could you imagine going to... A live raw or SmackDown where the president was going to be there, like how much shit you
2: would have to deal. Oh, I mean, yeah, you would have, have to, to get there at like five o'clock. Absolutely, yeah. I mean,
1: I've, I've, you know, we've had to do that for football games. We've had to do that for
2: basketball um, games. Yeah, Obama yeah. came to a Maryland game once. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, all these things. So, like, I, I, we know all yeah. about it. Um, okay, so yeah. a couple, a couple things that I want to talk about with this. The, f- the first part being like, I'm, I, I keep trying to talk myself in and out of how horrible of an idea it is. Because, like, it is a horrible idea. You're going to turn off a percentage of the audience immediately. Like, you're going to – it would create real problems, despite the fact that a lot of us do know that Don, that Donald Trump and Vince McMahon have remained very friendly, right? Like The dis- only
3: way it works is the what you can't do, which would be to have, like, Kane
1: come out and tombstone him. Well, I mean, it's never happened. <laughs> yeah. so, like, the the flip the side being, it like, it might really be that they care so little about anything else and they only care about ratings – that maybe in a way it's brilliant like you will pop a number that's just the reality yes, of it yeah. if you were to do something along those lines but but the 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 conversation again that we have to come back to and this is the one that I that we we kept talking about you know ad nauseum which is the insanity of what it is that you're dealing with now because you've gone into bed with a billion dollar network partner which is yes. this is absurd but it's not absurd because that's what happens when you sign a billion dollar agreement, all of a sudden they say absurd things and expect you to do it because there's a billion dollars of equity at stake. Um,
3: well, also also there's another element to this because because of the Disney merger, um, Disney or Disney purchase of Fox, they only purchase Fox Entertainment, right? So like now now the Fox network is so much more aligned with the news division than it was previously. Because they don't have to worry about that other arm of their company anymore. Like I, I don't fully understand this, but someone was like, under uh, my my friend, a friend of mine, his brother worked there, and um, you know, he he was given the option to stay or or, or uh, take a buyout, and he actually took the buyout because he worked for the entertainment division. He didn't want to be part of like this like Fox News e driven network. Right. Right. Um. So it makes sense that they would request that because. Look what year we're
1: leading into. Right. An election year. year.
3: So, like, now it just seems more insidious, you know, on the side of Fox that, like, they're just all in the bed, in bed with this, with this administration. Um, and, and wrestling to me, you know, what, you know, is a perfect, I mean, let's be honest, none of us are this way, but I bet you a large part of the fan base is. And, um, to them, they're looking at that, you know, and saying, hey, this is a great well, one And
1: ultimately, they're looking at the need for numbers. I mean, they really are. Yeah. That's, that, that is part the, the, the biggest part right. of this. And, is I, their- and
2: I think that's the bigger part of it. Right. Simply that, You know, especially if it is simply a 30 second video, you know. Oh, you know, been there's some great moments for, for WWE, you know, do great on Fox, whatever you want to do it. That's a huge moment for Fox for that first episode.
1: Right. Yeah. Correct. Um, th- th- but it, I, I think to me, it's the bigger conversation, which is we really are in uncharted territory. And the truth is that there's been a really cozy relationship with WWE. And there's been times where it's felt like they've been pressed a little bit to do something or you know yeah. hey the numbers were down maybe this a is
2: McMahon comes back whatever this is yeah.
1: really going to be almost complete insanity like and I, the more i talk to people in the tv business the more i i don't think we've really figured out or we really have a sense of what a bad number one week is going to mean like when you're riding on a network and with a billion dollars at stake and the things that will be requested. The things that you will be as and, and Brandon, you and I got into a back and forth about this, demanded, and again, like demanding quotes, because you can't right. necessarily it's not like you, you can hold somebody can at like gunpoint. Right. Yeah. But the things that are going to occur during the course of this partnership, um I, like I I almost we brace yourself, I guess is all I can say. I, I think you could be set for a roller coaster ride. Unlike anything we've ever seen before, as wrestling well, fans. Let me
3: add something to that with Paul Heyman running the show. <laughs> well,
1: Paul, no, this will be. Well, this is. Um, uh,
2: that will be Rod. This is for right. SmackDown. I will say right. this: the rumors oh, Bischoff, are that okay. yeah. so Bischoff. the rumors are as much. So Bischoff is hired as Chief, but a big, big part of his role, and the big reason that he's getting that job in particular, is because he is going to work as a li- liaison between WWE right. and Fox. Right. Well, right. no, that's. But my point is like. Okay,
3: so we know these guys are a little bit more um, – I don't know what the word I want to look, look for is, but
1: uh, – Here, you guys it, keep talking for a second while I take this phone call.
3: Okay. A little more out there than maybe the who was running the shows previously. And so when <coughs> – I, I think a couple of the things that are going to happen is like when Fox is like the new for Sutherland show or whatever, like they're going to want these people to appear on the show. Sure. So now we're going to get some real weird shit, you know, where it's like, okay, well, not only are they going to appear on the show, but now we have these minds that are going to be figuring out a way to incorporate them into the show.
2: <laughs> so, Look, I mean, the, la- the last time we saw this with Eric Bischoff, David Arquette became champion. And so, <laughs> exactly. <I> mean, like. <laughs> so
3: it's like, it's like, you know, like, uh, I-, I agree with what Glenn's saying is like, what are we gonna see?
2: Oh it's it's in going October? to get it's going to get weird before and, and it gets normal. Right, I, it... I think the biggest thing what, what Glenn brought up just mentioned is that, you know, bad numbers if it starts slow, especially with NFL season, it could get crazy. It could get completely right. wild. Right. Because, like, because Fox is not going to stand for Let's say it's two months of bad ratings, which I guess it is Friday. It is on Friday, so it won't. Well, up just we have to remember that
3: the expectation isn't going to be what. I mean, it's going to be significant, but it's not going to be Tuesday night significant. You know what I mean? Because because Friday is a day where you. It's, yes,
1: it's pretty, different it's, it's, it's in that a way, but ground right. For, but but keep in mind, this is still a network that you're talking about, right? Like this it's is a net,
2: like. Y- I think I I looked it up. Fridays on Fox generally do in like the four range. I want to say. Something right, like but that. now and now you're dealing with
3: so there's so much more college football on Friday nights. Right, that they're up well, against and they're
1: and they're also going to trade off a little bit because there's the value of it being live programming, right? Like they will trade right, off yeah. A slightly. Um, yeah. In what it is now, pe- isn't
3: isn't Fox also going to be competing with themselves? Because don't they have some of that fo- college uh, football
1: on on, F- FS1? on FS1? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yep. Now, I mean, again, these are not the marquee matchups of the weekend. Typically, these are not. You know, this is no, Ohio. No, but you're going
3: to have one team that is a ra- like right. No, no, not to I be understand. A homer, but Penn State is a ratings juggernaut. You know yeah. what I no, mean? I mean you say Notre ratings. Ju- is a, you say this ratings is a juggernaut, and they like, will be it, playing it on Friday once. Actually, what <laughs> right. doesn't matter who? who they play. Like whoever they that whoever those teams play, and you know there's about te- te- like twenty of them. People are watching those games, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I mean, the the Penn State-Illinois game isn't a ratings juggernaut, but it does really well <laughs> in that market, and you're going to really struggle in, in the Philly and Pittsburgh markets, right? Like, you're right. going to be Well, Penn, Penn
3: State's nationwide. It's, Notre Dame's nationwide. The, 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 I, what um, I'm saying,
1: now, right, if, if you're talking about Penn State playing against Notre Dame, yes. If you're talking about Penn State playing Illinois, that's not going to pop a massive number in Salt Lake City. That's not going to pop a massive number in San Antonio. It's going to get a couple of eyeballs, but it's not going right. to be overwhelming. Um, right, right, what, right. what I'm talking about more in general is they'll 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 be mitigating circumstances. There'll be times where a number won't be great, and they'll be like, but there are going to be times where we're going to if we think it's crazy that they did an entire brand split only to undo it a week later, that it's might happen every. That. Right. They might be happening every fucking week
2: y- yeah, for a right. little like while. You, you all might all honestly, they have... might demand champion changes. Correct. All oh. oh. you're going have... to like that instantly. Yes, you're going to have like a pay-per-view on Fox
1: and or <laughs> or they might say one week, you know, hey, we need you know, we're going to we will demand that this person be exclusive to us. And then literally a week later, say we demand that we get that person that's on Raw. Like it's I ask, you know, like, it's here's another question what I've we been could wondering be for. and I
3: keep forgetting to bring it up on the show. Um, do you think we're going to get matches at halftime of NFL games?
1: I mean, we've talked about that before that they've purposely done segments, you know, like they've they've planned around Wait. halftime in the past now whether it was a match or
2: no but i actually mean on fox no
1: why would they do that
2: I, I i think you could see you could you'll see promo you will see like wrestlers show up on like the fox halftime show or sure something.
1: something like that absolutely
2: but not but you, not matches now you don't think they'll ever have
3: like a match
1: no i think that no. they, i think they think that time's too valuable I don't I don't think yeah. they would do that. I don't think they would. I mean again, I agree with Aaron. I think you they don't could think add,
3: they could extend halftime by like 5 minutes to do it.
1: But I I just don't I think they believe that their halftime show as is is too important. Um, oh. they pay a, I mean
3: I completely disagree with
1: that <laughs> well they pay a lot of I mean, money I,
2: they think that but I think they, it's garbage yeah, television eh. I agree with you but they, I think it is on Thursday so much money here's what I'd say on, on, if you want, want to make an argument about the stuff, Thursday
1: night halftime well, being garbage I will absolutely agree the Thursday night halftime is garbage but that's yeah. why they were putting like actors they were bringing Jonah Hill well, over well, to hang out well and, I guess
3: what I'm wondering is instead of doing like the five minute Frank Caliendo impression thing or instead of Whatever they have, um, a wrestling match sponsored by Hardee's or something. So it's yeah, paid I for think it, they would think that's... And that advertises their
2: billion I, dollar. I, I get what you're saying. Program. That would be potentially a turnoff move. I think they would. Yeah, I think they would actor, think
1: that that's be, too niche. Yeah. I think they would say that's too niche for the football crowd. That the okay. you know yeah. like the fo- now
2: could the would the Miss show up and be that guest?
3: Yeah. Right. Oh, I could absolutely
1: yeah. see that in a heartbeat. No so question. you think about they're more
2: that. likely to see like
3: him do some kind of segment or you know a wrestler do a segment or yes. something then yes, yes. absolutely or even yes.
1: you know a situation where like there's a pose down or something like that right like or
3: like or like maybe even they have the miz on set and, like whoever he's feuding with comes in and 100
1: 100 percent could see something yeah. along those lines yes. no doubt
3: i just hope it doesn't lead to like the miz and terry bradshaw versus <laughs> you know like Those are the kind of things that, Glenn, I think you might have missed, like, we were talking about, like, personalities from Fox getting injected into the product and then, like, Eric Bischoff having to be the one that decides how to do that. And, like, and, you know, Aaron mentioned the last time that happened, David Arquette was the champion of WWE.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, you're in a, you're, this is uncharted fucking waters, man. Like Terry Crews
3: wins the twenty four title. seven. I'm not telling you that
1: I think <laughs> that's going to happen, but I'm not telling you it's, it's going impossible. To yeah, right. Like, I'm, I, it's and not. And only
2: with a twenty four seven title, that might not be the best. Yeah, the right. Like, thing that's
1: really honestly, that would be that would actually kind of be neat, right? Like, I'd actually yes, kind of be what into if that, that. Was
2: the long game of why
3: they made that so they can do this kind of bullshit well, and doesn't affect the regular product?
2: The best thing. So this happened in uh, the DDT with the Iron Heavy Metalweight Champion where they they passed around and like fairly big names like not not huge names but like they would have some celebrities who were wrestling fans win it and they would tweet it out and get some yeah. acknowledgement for it so yeah that's a and good I have no thing problem the
3: with that for like the 24-7 yeah. right.
2: but, um, I think, I think okay.
1: AJ's trying to call in by the way I can't tell what he's doing I think he's just calling into the wrong call so I'm going to try to call him back um, All right,
2: I may have to uh, tag it out here uh, uh, comes, uh, so.
1: well good to see you then I guess is the way we'll go about doing that um All right. look, we've you know, we've talked about cool. this. It, it's gonna be something that we're gonna be talking about constantly, but that was what this to me was a massive it's reminder down, right? of, of what, what is going yeah. to be coming for years to come. All right. Um hang on. I'm trying again with AJ. We're this is jobbing out, by the way. We're not taking breaks this week, we're just rolling through as much as we possibly can. We'll get into what happened on Monday night. Obviously it was a huge part of the conversation. I guess Aaron, before you go, just give me your What your, is happening? What? What do you mean what's happening?
2: Hello?
1: Yeah, we're there. Can everybody hear me?
2: Yep. I can hear you. Yeah, yep, I don't, we're I
1: don't, good. I don't know what happened to Brandon. All right, AJ's in now. He's joined us. Uh, Aaron, hey. b- Aaron, before you... AJ. What? Brandon, are you there? I got a
3: separate call from AJ. It
2: was a lot weird. <laughs> okay,
1: don't worry about it. We're good. We're all here. Um, uh, right. Aaron, before you d- duck out, give me your thoughts on what we saw on Monday night.
2: Uh, You know, it was obviously different. I like different. I thought that the show was very good. And the cu- my curiosity for the future will be... Was that Heyman taking control or was that then saying, you know what, we want to make this feel different because we know we're talking about Heyman taking control, but it's not going to be that way in the future. That's the big question for me going forward. But, you know, I liked what I saw for the most part.
1: We'll discuss that further. Uh, Get your plugs in really quick.
2: Uh, Follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Read my stuff in the Baltimore Sun. Listen to the Daily Line on NBC Sports Radio, 3 to 7 Eastern every day.
1: Very good. Thanks, dude. Later. All Thank right. Thank uh, we, we are rolling right along. AJ, good. How are you, sir?
0: I am good. Preparing for my County Anywhere Gauntlet match tomorrow on Fourth of July, or uh, well, I guess it would be today when you post this, Fourth um, of July, um, and I'm um, just you know getting ready for my first ever uh, non-ring match. So it'll be cool.
1: What did you? I mean, can you can you give a spoiler of something we might possibly see during the course of the match?
0: Um, you're definitely going to see me put somebody through a table. Nice. You're definitely going to see me spear somebody into a pool. You're definitely going to see, um, probably power bomb somebody into a field goal post. (laughs) Um, you're probably going to see me pick up a, uh, uh, like ceramic tiger and use it as a weapon. (laughs)
1: Alright, I like all these things. I'm on board. I'm on board. Uh, when will people be able to see it?
0: Uh, I'll probably post it on my Instagram within a couple days of the the probably like either Mo- I'll probably post it on my Instagram Monday um, of next week and you, if you follow me on social media at AJFrancis410, you'll be able to see it. Alright, very good. All right, so let's us talk more about
1: what happened on Monday. Um, obviously, the first thing that everybody has to say is it was cool as shit, right? Like, holy yeah, you know, all of it was amazing. Great theater, great television. Um, what a fucking way to start the show. The whole deal, right? Like, you I,
3: know, I was the thing I was most impressed with was how they did that without um, with while simultaneously keeping all the current. Um, Storylines attack, like like you know, we've seen in the past where they've just decided, like, you know, well, we've heard that they're like, okay, we need
1: full reboot, right, right.
3: Do something, and they would just like change everything. Yeah, and it was very weird and disjointed. It's sort of like the this way your phone loop, sounds, kind of like you connection. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, it flowed perfect. Yeah. I like your connection perfectly with... <laughs>
1: all right. Well, I, I understand what What'd Brandon you say? was saying. Yeah, yeah, You were breaking up as you were saying that, but we know what you were trying to say. And say hello to your daughter for oh. us. Um, of course the audio yeah. works. Yeah, right. Correct. No doubt about that. <laughs>
3: yeah. It, um, it just works. No, I understand exactly what you're... And barking and... What I understand is that, that,
1: that like they were jumping in and they, instead of utterly changing everything... They said, "Hey, pick it up where we've left everything off." And to Paul Heyman's yeah. credit, because again, as we talked about last week, there is no world in which more Paul Heyman is a bad idea. Um, Paul Heyman seamlessly stepped in and delivered something that that picked up where they left off and um, was exciting and was cool and was maybe a little over the top, like the solemn, you know, stuff afterwards. But kind of worked in storyline. I had I didn't have any beef with any of it whatsoever. I thought it was.
0: Uh, also, by the way, uh, I'd like to point out right now that I am a Paul Heyman guy. So.
1: I mean, I, I would like to say that I'm a Paul Heyman guy as well. Like, I mean, my God. what, what, I, How could anyone possibly think that more Paul Heyman is bad for professional wrestling in the world? Like, It's, Paul, it's Paul Heyman that we're talking about. He's very good at this. Um, where it goes, I think Aaron's right to point out, right, is the question. They felt like doing something massive to kick this off as a statement that Paul Heyman was in charge. Um, or is this they a sign it. if they did absolutely yeah. they pulled it off or is it a sign that they want to do more stuff like this every week that they want and, I- and this is the biggest thing if you could come away from every Monday night having seen something that said that's why I tuned in this week is to get that I, I think that really goes a long way in solving whatever problems you believe exist because well,
3: so here's what we have to remember this has connected a couple dots on what we've heard was going to happen three or four weeks ago because there was all the news about nick Mick foley saying that the third hour of raw was going to be a little bit more um risque which is the when they did the maria Canales angle um w- which was a little bit more
1: yeah that was you know. a that was a bit much but like again i still have no problem with it it's professional wrestling do silly but, things but i think
3: my point is is like i think we are going to see i don't think I think the skepticism that this is like, okay, look great now and it's going to fade back into what we did. I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think that I think we've been hearing that this was coming for a while and that um, and that they're starting to deliver on what we had heard they were talking about doing. And uh, to me, it connected the dots to what Mick Foley had said on Raw plus in interviews outside of the show that you know he had talked with Vince McMahon and, and management and that, that they said they were doing this and going to be doing some more um, non-PG type or just a little less PG type things um, and I think that this 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 showed that like come to fruition and I, I think because we heard that it was coming it, it lends itself more to a longer term thing than a little flash in the pan type thing
1: you know what else jumps out at me is how silly it is that they've had Braun Strowman for this long, and they know that we we would tune in every Monday night to watch Braun Strowman do crazy shit, right? We'd like, him
3: break shit, right? Yes.
1: like and if and, you and just
3: yet have him break shit and throw people into shit like every week. It doesn't matter if he ever wins a title. Like, like we it'll we, it'll we will watch that.
1: Guy. We'll watch Braun Strowman do unbelievably crazy things because that's cool. <laughs> like we're into that. So it, it's almost silly to me that they've they haven't just had him keep doing amazingly cool things because it's it's perfect. It 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 works and we like it and we want to keep watching that. So even you, if do you know what else is kind of you know what else is kind of insane
3: um how entertaining it is just to watch him run really fast into people.
1: I mean, <laughs> that is true. Like that's not a spear. That's not a spear that happened on Monday night, right? Like like, I don't
3: know what that was, but it was, it was
1: crazy. It's just a shoulder. That's all it was, right? Like It's the same thing he always yeah. does. He literally just dipped his fucking shoulder into Bobby Lashley and managed to create the most unbelievable moment that we've ever seen, right? Like <laughs> Off a fucking shoulder! A shoulder is all you got from Braun Strowman in order to create the other, that. The other thing they,
3: they did... Uh, well, the jury's out, because we got to see where this goes next week, but what I hope comes out of this is like I feel like in the past... Few months or a year, or so when they when they manage to pull off these kind of like um, elevated spots where like it's like an, a stretcher spot or an ambulance taking the guy away, and then the guy's like on SmackDown. Like, <clears throat> I hope they don't do that. I mean, obviously they weren't on SmackDown, but you know what I'm saying. Like, if they're back on Raw next week and fighting, like, I feel like you know it, they, the tone of what they did. Is reminded me of when they've done this in the past successfully, where they keep the guy off TV for a couple of weeks and then really build it into something that means something. Instead of Braun Strowman, you know, they say ruptured his spleen or something on on Raw, or and then like that. And it looks completely. So if fine, he's on man. Raw next week, like choke slamming people through tables, then this didn't do a whole lot. But other than look cool for this week, so I hope I hope that like you know with Heyman in charge, like they kind of put more weight into these these things to build to future matches um and that's probably aj's probably gonna say it's me being an asshole but like i just think you know do you know what i'm saying like they used to do this I, so well are right we're like 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 okay i'm gonna go back to like sean michaels putting marty Janetti through a, a window and then you didn't see him for like three fucking months no i hear you i mean
0: they can't do that you can't now, really you can't but, really compare you can't really compare that to them
3: I know that. because they didn't have as many pay per views and all. I, I get all of that. I'm just saying, not, like, even just how that, cool...
0: not even just that. Like, actual sports medicine is much better now. So, like, you can't well, even. Sure. Like, but how cool even, is like, it, though, Fugazi when the w- up. W-
3: it was just so cool when you completely forgot about the guy and then they would come back and you were like, oh, shit. Like, it, oh, he's, he's going to kick his ass. You know, like, it was so, so much of a cooler moment. And obviously, they can't do that now. But if even if a couple, uh, even a month would be like, incredible you know if like bobby lashley ended up being all right and and Strowman's out and then for three weeks or something and then he just appears i'd be willing to tell
1: you though that i would sacrifice some storytelling in favor of more cool ass shit man (laughs) like you know if i'm just getting cool shit i'll sacrifice some storytelling in the process um uh aj why don't you ask uh your question
0: who had the best match in WWE this week?
1: I have to apologize again since we're doing the shows on Wednesdays. I feel like we're gonna really struggle because we're not. No, but here's it.
0: the thi- here's the thing though. I- here's the thing though. Do we have? Do we know what matches are gonna be this Wednesday on NXT? Because I've seen them all. And that's true. That's a good party. point.
1: All right, that's a good point. You have. Uh, let me see if I can pull that up an NXT preview. For, for, so here's what I would say. I, of what I've seen, I think the answer is AJ Styles Ricochet. Right? Like that's what I think the yeah. answer is. But uh, with the with the side that the SmackDown main event was amazing. Um, yes, it was really good, and it it also fit into what they're trying to do right now, which is how do you you know get a commercial break in, restart a match? They did that in a really creative way that I liked. Um, I I liked the sort of craziness and getting everybody out of ringside and sort of restarting the match. I, I thought that was all very good. I would have no problem if that was our answer. Um, this appears to be, um, uh, Tyler Breeze versus Roderick Strong tonight. Wow.
0: Great match. Uh, great match. wow. Great match.
3: I mean, I, mean, I haven't seen it, obviously, great match. how could that be bad? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Mia Yim and Aaliyah tonight as well.
0: Uh, that was okay.
1: Uh, I don't know what the other, <laughs> that's the only things, the only things they have You're listed. You're
0: sexist, Day Day. <laughs> no, I'm the first person to tell you Charlotte's a better wrestler than half the dude. that is true.
1: <laughs> um, so do you? Do you? I guess again, without me having the ability, do you want to campaign? Yeah,
0: I would. I would. I would probably go. Still go. AJ Styles Ricochet.
1: I mean, it's AJ Styles and Ricochet, dog. Like the work these guys <laughs> are doing. Which,
0: and that also featured one of the
3: more important heel turns of right yes, now. Of
1: course, right? absolutely, absolutely. I. It was great storytelling. The whole thing, wonderful. Um, it felt big. It felt like it, like it felt like a big match, even if you didn't get a turn, right? And then obviously you got yes. the turn at the end, and that was what you were looking for. And now you have a path it was for all AJ Styles. logical. Yep, yeah, I, I I thought it was was wonderful. I think those two guys have been doing great work together, and maybe should be doing some more work together moving forward. Um, on board wholeheartedly with that. If you guys want to go with that,
0: got it. Yeah. All right.
1: So, let's talk a little bit more about that. Let's talk more about AJ Styles and the club's path forward now. Do we want them to go full board as the club? Like, do we feel like that's necessary, or could it just be AJ Styles with his two henchmen being evil? I want them to add Finn Balor. You want evil Finn Finn Balor? Yes. No, no,
0: you're you're short-sighted. You're short-sighted. We need... AJ versus... Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: That's what I was thinking was most logical here. I thought this was oh. most logical to build up. And that's why I'm not sure that it has to be the club necessarily. Because I think the club would suggest it has to be a faction versus faction thing. I think the best thing you can build to right now is a, a one-on-one, a singles match with AJ versus Finn Balor and, and having Gallows and Anderson sort of looming and Finn having to figure out a way to work around that.
3: But but do you think this is kind of another fuck you AEW type thing though? Because they're like, look, we have the real bullet club.
1: <laughs> like Well, AEW doesn't have the Bullet Club. That's New Japan. They have the young bucks, right? They have the bucks. They right. The uh, they the they most were. important
0: people that have ever been in the bullet club are or all WWE. In
1: WWE. Yeah. I mean, no, I, that's my
3: point. So by putting for maybe them
0: together.
1: Right. I mean, like, I think if if they were trying to do a bullet club thing in in AEW, that'd be more. I, I mean, I.
3: The, I just mean by putting them together, you're sort of giving people that are fans of those types of wrestlers like the thing that they like. I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I, I think this was always. Something I mean, they all to wear do. the
3: goddamn t-shirt.
1: Right, but I I I always think they needed to do this. I always think that this was out there that they needed to do it one way or the other. Like, how could you? Right. You you have this thing that everybody is liked in professional wrestling. They work for you. It's utterly logical. You have to do it at some point, right? And AJ Styles isn't getting younger. So, right. I don't know. I, I just don't read... I don't read too much into their decision-making be- being made by AEW at the moment. Like, I just don't... I don't think AEW's done anything so significant that they need to alter their plans. Like, I, I think maybe but, if...
3: But, but, okay, but but let me just take a step back and say, clearly the reorganization of these shows is somewhat motivated by that. I don't though.
1: know if it's motivated by AEW as much as it's motivated by like the Victor Man's a hundred. Yeah. And 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 the the ratings being down and them about and the man
0: is 100. The, he's there a hundred billionaire. Right. And he's like he's like well, and, hey, and if he's, I work just a little bit less, I'll still have the same amount of money? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and
1: also he's trying to launch a football league right now, which apparently he's almost single handedly running. So, Jesus Christ, yeah. I mean, like it, it's it is really I, I just don't know that I think we we the jump to the conclusion of aew is what's, a conclusion we could jump not, to
3: if, But the, the problem is like the timing all matches that jump. you know what I mean? I like, think I think was, I would like, feel right that way after double or nothing,
1: right. when All this
3: started happening, but
1: I think I would feel that way if they you know had a TV show that popped a massive number. like if they had a TV show. Right. Do you
3: think they're getting out ahead of it before their TV show so that no one watches it?
1: Like But they've never like, done that before. Duh. Like they've never done that before. They've always waited. Remember, duh. they never gave a shit about Impact until when?
3: I don't know. Until Impact
1: Mallory. until well, no, until Impact announced they were going to have a live Monday night show on January 2nd to start the year and they said, "All right, well then we're going to bring back Bret Hart and you're fucked." right like that was the only time they ever cared about the existence of impact was the one time that impact said we're going to try to go head to head with you
0: that's not true you. that's not true when when matt when broken matt hardy first took off they definitely cared about that impact. Was to, that was after this that was way later whole, yeah that was way they after this the whole gimmick for Bray Wyatt to have know, a match, but with a this movie. was years that was after. Way later, though.
1: That was years after that. They did not care. The thing
0: we talking about was way before that. Right. Remember, are talking about like at the beginning of the their program. Right. Impact like when Christian uh, was the champion. Right. When Impact stuff, was on Spike, Spike TV. And, yeah.
1: They didn't give a fuck, but despite the fact that Spike TV was on a lot of houses. Like everybody could see Spike TV. Well, like WWE used to be on
3: Spike TV, right? Correct.
1: They didn't give a shit about Impact until the moment that Impact said, "We're going to take Hulk Hogan and try to go on Monday nights." And we're going to go on at 8 o'clock and on Monday night. change the
3: ring to four sides and all that Well, stuff, they had been
1: doing right. that a little bit. Like the, the, Hulk Hogan got on board and they said, we're going to do a Monday night show at 8 o'clock. And the moment they did that, WWE said, mm, sorry, too bad. We're bringing back Bret Hart. Nobody's going to watch your fucking show.
3: Yeah, yeah, Bret and, Hart and Shawn Michaels on the
1: first night. Right. You're fucked. I'm so sorry. You're fucked. This is the end of it. And that was the beginning of their downfall. <laughs> I don't think that WWE is there yet with AEW. I think there's a moment where they could be. I absolutely think there are things that could occur that would allow them to do that. Right now, well, I would I would think right that I would think they would be more proactive
3: at this point than waiting till something I, happens. I just like, think they're
1: more concerned about their billion dollar partner than they are about AEW. I think I think
3: it's all of these things. I mean, I, I think it's like I, I think um, I think it's all of the things because we we obviously have heard they're concerned with their wrestlers leaving and going to AW, so well, we I can't d- say that they're
1: not concerned at all. But I think there's two different but, things. I think that there's something to be said about their, they they weren't. Speaking concerned.
0: of which, have you guys talked about that elbow from Janela?
1: Um, we talked a little bit about all of that and uh, to start the show. Yeah, I mean, that's a, um, but like I think they're concerned about their contracts, but they weren't concerned at all about fucking Ty Dillinger leaving, right? Like it's. <laughs> It th- they're they're concerned about certain things, right? And right. it's that they don't want to put it in a position where guys can just suddenly all think that they're getting out of their deals. Um, but,
3: but part of that's making the show better, which means that they made the show better as a somewhat of a result of this new company being a thing I, that people can go to. Um, well,
1: okay, it, the idea of that being some. It, The idea of there being some level of competition pushing everyone, in theory, sure, there's something like that. I don't think any of these individual decisions have more to do with AEW than they have to do with a billion fucking dollars. No, 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 no. no. I just think it's a piece of the puzzle, and I think, you
3: know. I also
0: also don't like that that argument of make the show better when they're using all the same people they've been using. Not
3: all the same people.
0: I mean, other than Ricochet, who was just in NXT before, yeah, it's all the same. A year ago. Street
3: Profits, uh, Maria Canales and Mike Canales get this big segment all of a sudden. I mean, it was a different kind of show.
0: I'm not talking about literally just this one show. I'm talking about the collective entire roster is pretty much the same from last year. All the same guys are getting TV time from last year, except for this one episode of Raw. I'm talking about in general, over the past few months, it's all the same guys.
3: Well right, but we just changed it this week.
4: Well
0: you're,
1: this not, week you're is talking specifically about the Paul the right, about Paul and Eric Bischoff, right. I understand that.
0: Yeah, I understand that. But this week wasn't the first week of AEW. Like so it wasn't. Well better, no, but like, you
3: but you but it takes your time but listen, we heard these conversations were happening. We heard they were making plans to change raw to make it more edgy. That doesn't mean you change it on a dime. It means that that's one that this what happened but now in this you're saying week they did started months ago.
0: So which one did it? No, I didn't say that. I said you just they, my said this is week. My part. You just said this week was different. You just said that because but they were planning this for
3: a month. If you read the like the comments from Mick Foley on Busted Open, where he said, "Fucking two months ago or whatever," that he was talking with Vince Man and management about the fact that they're going to change the third hour of Raw and they're going to do all this other stuff.
0: Hey, uh, speaking of makes... Mick Foley, guess who's booked on the show with Mick Foley on Saturday? Wait, really? Mr. Frank. Frank. Where is that? Uh, it's in North Miami.
1: Holy shit, that's awesome, man. Congrats.
0: That's yeah. Let great. me preface,
3: by the way, let me preface what you're saying. I don't know anything. This is just, I'm just guessing. Like, I'm just wondering. Right, if, and I, like, look, I,
1: I understand what you're saying. I, I The sense that I've gotten within the business is that the the Fox thing is the biggest thing that's driving WWE in any decision of they're making right is. now. Right. Of course it is. Right. That's the sense that I've got. Now to suggest that there's zero sure, I don't think. And that's there's...
0: why there's not two rosters anymore.
1: But we still right. don't know
0: about that either. We still don't know we if do. that's going to be the case. We do. We do. They don't know I that. Mean, we
1: do. I mean, the performers don't know right now whether or not that's going to continue. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are there are reports
0: the out there.
3: There are reports out there that the pe- people who are on Smack, that quote unquote SmackDown or Raw rosters, don't know they're going to be on SmackDown or Raw like the opposite show until like the week before, like or like days before, like they get a call like, "Oh, go to Raw." But that's
0: but that but the thing is, that's not like like that's probably true, but that's because that's just how they operate. Like, Mel just right. told me plenty of times where like he didn't know he was going to be traveling to such and such city next week oh yeah that part makes sense sense. no no
3: offense to mojo but i would be i i take more weight than that coming from like a seth rollins or a like no no no, who's actually on the show but i think
1: it's
0: the same people telling you schedule for the week
1: right right but like i i think the understanding that i've had is that they are all everybody is in a we're waiting to find out mode that It could very well, AJ, continue to be exactly like this, which is just sort of we kind of have a base traveling SmackDown roster and a base traveling Raw roster, but we're going to be flexible and we're going to figure things out. Or it might very well be that when we get to that point, and get you weren't here with us for this conversation. Oh, you know what? Let me represent this in a different way. Uh, you know what? This is great. I'm going to represent the conversation we had. Uh, AJ, whenever anybody says they don't like something so much that they would stop watching wrestling. You always call them out. Like, that. they would never do that. They're just bullshit. bullshit. Right. What if I presented something to you that, oh, that here we go. actually <laughs> might happen? Is there any world in which you would stop wait, wait, watching... Wait, wait,
3: wait. Present it the way you presented it to me. So he has to oh, guess okay. who it
1: is. All right. If I told you that... Multiple reports have now indicated that Fox has requested that Vince McMahon reach out to a WWE Hall of Famer to have them appear on SmackDown. Who do you think it would be?
0: Hulk Hogan? It is not That's Hulk Hogan, said, and that was
1: the same guess. And again, I would say this Hall of Famer, even more well known than Hulk H- Hogan.
0: The Rock?
3: Not The Rock. Even more well known than The Rock.
0: Chris Benoit? I don't
1: no. <laughs> Not Chris Benoit. Uh, what if I told you that Fox has asked Vince McMahon to request an appearance from the President of the United States on SmackDown?
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what I said too. <laughs> Dude, we
3: reacted exactly the same way. I accessed Hulk Hogan and I said, "Jesus Christ!"
1: Now you, you always say everybody's a liar when they say they would stop watching.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would definitely still watch. Just so like make fun of him the entire time. Um, they're, they're making it harder and harder
3: for me to pretend like I don't know that they support him, right? Because <laughs> right. I don't want to. I don't want to think about that.
1: <laughs> I I bring it up because I,
0: mean, I would watch that because I'm supporting wrestling. Like I don't watch any of. Hit, uh, Trump's speeches. I don't watch any of his uh, debates when he had them in the, the last presidential election. I don't watch any of them because I don't give children adult time. But <laughs> but, but if he's on if he's on wrestling programming, I'm not going to not watch wrestling. I already know that he's in the damn Hall of Fame. Alright, right.
1: like, <laughs> all alright. My point being, uh, and this is what we talked about before you came on the air, this is example number 6 billion of like how crazy this is going to be with Fox. Like Fox is going to be doing crazy shit. Um, And this is not going to be as simple as it's our programming. We're going to tell you what we're doing. Like it just does not work that way with a billion dollar network partner. They're not going to allow that to happen. And they're going to put you in uncomfortable situations. And this craziness, you know, like if you think it's crazy that there is a brand split a week later, there's no more brand split. Like, I think shit like that could be happening every week after this partnership begins because one bad number for Fox is not just oh, okay, no big deal. We'll see how it goes next week. Like they can't just be giving up hours of network airtime if numbers are bad. So it, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see how this all plays out. It's going to be fascinating to see. Uh, I want to touch on one more thing. Before. Um, I, I
0: so it's going to be real awkward when when the president of the United States gets booed on SmackDown. I mean, like well, we were talking about, like yeah, markets so right, like, they where they, they can present jump. this in.
1: I still don't believe he will actually uh, show up in an arena. I still don't believe he will actually show up in the arena for SmackDown. I think that all If Put on a if me, video or
3: so, if
2: they
0: I think recorded. Yeah, I think that's what they'll, they'll, they'll do. Mute the audience. Are, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. What do you mean,
0: Mister? Mister Attention Lover. I is I, I know
1: show that. Up? I think they're smart enough. And boy, I know. I'm. This is. I think that his people are smart enough to say. You're not showing up in Los Angeles. You're not showing up in Philadelphia. You're not showing up somewhere where. Oh yeah,
0: they're gonna pick
3: Tuscaloosa. Right. Yeah, that's what I right. said too. Right. I said Texas or Alabama.
1: Right. <laughs> Correct. I mean, I think that would be the case, and I still think they'll ultimately say we're we're we can we can live uh, from Nashville. Something yeah. like that. All right. Uh, one other thing Nashville's I wanted to touch even on. A little too liberal for. Yeah, I don't know. I still I still think it's. The wrestling fans in Tennessee, I, you know. True. Um, uh, before we wrap up, because we I, we wanted to do a shorter show this week because of the holiday. Um, Kevin Owens do, is was was that a face turn for
0: Kevin Owens on Tuesday nights? I it's
1: mean, really let's
0: be honest, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are always faces in my mind. I mean, they're
1: great, right? So I can understand what you're saying, but like it it was the way they positioned the entire night was interesting, right? The fact that they had him making fun of Shane McMahon. And refusing yes. to say the things that Shane McMahon wanted him to say, and then ended it with him going after Dolph Ziggler. Like, it felt like they were deliberately trying to do something, but yet, like, they didn't really position it oh enough. Oh,
0: my God. Yes. Are we going to get Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at SummerSlam? I mean, I ain't fucking Probably. opposed to it.
3: I mean, well, look, look, add, add to that. We're going to get Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler at Extreme Rules, which is worth going. In oh yeah, so, we
1: should go to Philly. You're right. We should go up there for it. That's a good point, dude. If
3: we get Dolph delivers Kevin Owens, we're fucking going. All right, um, even if I have to buy a ticket.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I buy a ticket. Um,
3: well, here's the other thing. Wait, I want to point out. So, okay, this felt like a face turn. Here's okay. So here's back to the things that frustrate us about WWE. Last week, he walks out on Sami Zayn, which is a heel move. Uh, this week. He's a face.
0: Is it a heel move when you walk out on the arguably bigger heel at the time? When you're the one that walked out, yeah. Heel, which typically
3: is not a face move. Usually, that's the way to turn the guy you walk out on face. I get what
1: you're saying, AJ. It's sort of like a double negative situation. So yeah, it's like
0: a, it's like a, like because Sami Zayn is the guy that gets the most heat between the two of them right now. Him walking out on Sami Zayn is like. Yeah, but the, good for you. Fuck that. No,
3: guy. but the but the way they did it was heelish. So if if he would if he would have if like if Sami Zayn would have accidentally kicked Kevin Owens and then Owens was like fuck you I'm leaving, that's the face way to do it. But the way he did it gives you sympathy for the guy he leaves because there was no reason for him to leave other than him being an asshole.
0: So Let's be, let me be clear for a second here. You're talking about people having sympathy when they're already booing the guy that beat cancer.
1: Well, there is that. <laughs> there is
0: that. Right, I'm just saying. I, by the, the way, the congratulations to AJ like, for we, figuring what, what
1: out a way to make. Condi- I, I, get good on you, AJ, for figuring out a way to get it back to that. I, I didn't yes. know if you had it in you. Shorter show this week. You didn't have a long appearance. I didn't know if you're gonna make it happen. So I'm, I, I tip my cap to you for figuring out a way to get it back to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. My favorite thing is that you guys always say I find a way to get it back or bring it back, but you never say that I'm wrong. No, we
1: know you're not wrong. No, it's just that it wrong. wasn't the conversation that we were having and yet you managed to get it there. I give you, I'm nobody's telling you you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm, I know, I'm just I'm, saying
0: it's yeah. just funny cuz I'm not yeah, wrong. I'm it's, ti- they're literally I just said, no, you're definitely not right wrong.
1: I'm yeah. tipping my cap to you, sir. <laughs> you know,
0: you know what's funny is people still wear live strong bracelets
1: despite the fact that, that guy's yeah. the biggest asshole on the face of the planet.
0: <laughs> there it is.
3: He could well, not I be. I don't know. I can't remember if I was at the show with Glenn or with Aaron or both but we were at a show where they do that show your sign thing oh, like yeah. the tweet on the commercials yeah. and um, it was just like two fucking weeks after he came back and the sign said is and it, the dumb, it, I don't know why the cameraman put it, but they took it off immediately. But the sign on the big screen said, is it too soon to boo Roman Reigns? Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, look, I do think that there's some amount of this that we're going to have to chalk up to the um, Kurt Angle, you suck thing. Like, yes, I think at some point John Cena as well. Right. Yes. Like that there is it's it's yes, it's we're a being, respectful, boo. I I, I know that's going to sound weird. No, it's not. Yeah. For, for a lot of people, you're right, AJ, it isn't. But I do think there's an element of, look, we just want to do this because this is what we want to do. We, 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 there's a
0: huge difference between yelling you suck during someone's chant because it goes with it and John Cena sucks during someone's And just booing. Entrance, you know, you're right then about that. booing someone's comeback spot in a match. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're not wrong. You're, you're not right wrong. about that. You're not wrong. All right. Um, we're going to wrap up early we again. Yeah, quickly. We didn't talk about SmackDown at all. Yeah, we did. We talked about <laughs> Kevin Owens. We talked about, I mean, what did you want to talk about?
3: I don't know. There's a couple other things like uh, Drake Maverick. Well, I guess that was on Raw, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, but again, it's just we keep saying the same thing. It continues to be great every week. It continues to be great, and I'm sure there's going to be some. This week
0: was at next level great.
1: Oh, I, dude, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But like, it's always been great, and I know that it's going to lead to more YouTube content during the course my of the week. My favorite
0: thing. My favorite thing that's coming from uh, Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman is that, like, yeah, Eric Bischoff is. Really good at what he does And so Smackdown's gonna be good and all that But like because people Like Paul Heyman more inherently We're gonna get the smarts to, to say For the next two years even if Smackdown's still The better show that Raw is the better show now
1: Yeah you're probably right about that You're probably
0: but th-
3: right this, this week Raw was legitimately a better show
0: it was, I, but I, I SmackDown agree. wasn't
1: bad. Like, SmackDown... No. no, no,
3: no, 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 That's not the You know, same the funny Smackdown. thing, too, is Smackdown that, like... was great.
1: On paper, SmackDown had the feel of, like, the way they used to treat SmackDown, which is, like, it looked like, obviously, the things they were doing were lesser. But, by the way, I fucking love Ember Moon, and I've been asking for more Ember Moon yes. for a long goddamn time, and it's nice to see some more fucking Ember Moon. Um, the main event was wonderful. Was absolutely wonderful and yeah. mattered. It was for something... Um, can it. we also talk about um
3: the, I think they listened to Glenn a little bit and that they're putting a lot more depth in the women's division with actual storylines that aren't the in the title picture or at least are making the title picture deeper, as in with the Nikki Cross situation. So I, I think all of these things are are real good for, up. for the future, like Thumbs if they up, continue man. them.
1: I'm with you. All right, uh, let's get our plugs in. Brandon, what's coming up at Said Live? <sighs> So,
3: sorry, I'm a little frustrated with some things at Ramshead Live right now. But
1: oh, uh, sorry to hear so, that. Yeah, I love wait, wait, talking. About AJ, it. are you frustrated about anything at Ramshead Live?
3: <laughs> <laughs> We've got. Um, uh, sorry, I'm off my game right now. Wallflowers, August 23rd. Glenn and I will likely both be there. Yes. Um, tickets are available now. Uh, we are announcing a couple of big shows uh, actually really big show on Monday. So pay attention. It's hip hop. It's not AJ. So (laughs) God, what what a dick. Check out. Yeah. It's actually somebody.
0: It's not. It's somebody that doesn't have talent. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So
3: anyway, check out Rams head live on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram on Monday for that big announcement. Um, And uh, yeah Follow us there for future announcements as well
0: Hey Brandon I got a question for you buddy Can you answer it for me? Sure Uh, Tell me how many independent artists you know With 2 million streams on their debut album Way more more than you think actually How many do you know? Oh personally? One Not personally how many do you know? (laughs) How many can you name currently right now? Because I know you can name one I can name Frank there it
3: is. I mean, <laughs>
1: Thanks, I mean, wait, wait. I think Chance the Rapper also was in that category too. I do think.
3: Uh, uh, Billy Eilish, uh, you know. Uh, was Billy Eilish independent?
1: Came, really? They
3: was. They started it out. Depends independent. on what you
0: consider. Fr- Chance the Rapper's first album. Yeah, that's true right. too. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Because because I because acid rap I don't think had two million. Yeah, streams. that
1: may, you might be right about that. All right, all right. Um, anyway, live dot com
0: at Brandon Linton on Twitter.
1: Uh, AJ, go through yours. Uh, You can follow me on all
0: social media at AJFrancis410. That's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everything at AJFrancis410. I will have a Falls Count Anywhere gauntlet match defending my SCW title tomorrow, or I guess today, 4th of July, at Mike UC Sausage Castle. Come through if you're a member. It's a great party. There's a shit ton of fireworks, hot girls, drinks, food, and some outdoor backyard wrestling. Um, I will also be in uh, the Miami area this weekend. Uh, and going to CCW, Coastal Championship Wrestling. I will be in a, I believe, in a battle royal. Um, and I think that, um, I am the GOAT, so I'm probably going to win it. And, uh, uh, Mick Foley's on the card. One buff Bagwell is on the card. Oh, no shit. No shit. So, it, it'll be a Is there show. any
3: better, Matt, is there any better, uh combination the buff bagwell and the sausage castle uh
1: no i mean buff bagwell of course <laughs> who once hung out on stage with aj in new orleans
0: yes um, yes and we also i'm i'm as of right now i'm supposed to be in this battle royal but if i get there and i get my ear in the uh, my 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 voice in the promoter's ear a little early i don't know who he has facing buff bagwell but me and buff bagwell face each other in bourbon street
1: that's right that is a good point that actually did happen so there is uh, some history between the two of you. i like that man
3: Amazing.
1: All right. Um, very cool. Uh, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is how you can check me out. Um, we are, by the way, and I don't, unfortunately, I don't think AJ can make it up, but we're going to see the Backstreet Boys next Friday night. That's happening. That's a thing. We'll be at Friday the
0: what? Next. Holy shit. Ho, Friday the what?
1: Friday the 12th. Yeah.
0: I'm in town.
1: Shut well, up. I have
3: a
0: fourth ticket, I think.
1: I'm in. Dog. Boys are.
3: I have to to make sure my wife doesn't want to go, but I don't think she wants to go. So. Oh,
1: what a big night it'll be for the boys!
3: Oh Oh, my my god! God. Oh my god! Oh my god! Guys, the the two times we hang WrestleMania and the
1: backstreet. It's perfection. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Uh, Um,
0: I get it on the tenth. So, uh, but it's midday. If we record on Thursday. I'll probably be able to do it in studio. All right, we can make that work. Oh! We, can make, we can make that
1: work, too. We can make that work next week. Yes. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, my God, I love all of this. Um, So, yeah, let's do it like a pregame hang for the Street Boys. Let's do that, um, man. Let's make oh that Oh, my God. Work. All right, Um, very good. Uh, Have a great, uh, very safe holiday weekend. Uh, If you're drinking, don't drive and, uh, blah, blah, and blah, 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 And uh,
0: if you're lighting fireworks, back yeah. Up.
1: <laughs> don't Yeah, don't blow off your hand. Don't pull a, a Jason Pierre Paul. Don't do that. That would be really smart or dumb. Alright, uh for Aaron, for Brandon, and for...
0: The main event.
1: Mmm.
0: Mmm.
1: Mmm. cool. I don't have any tennis to watch. Thank you. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben Jobbing Out. Jobbing
0: Out. Damn it, you took my idea (laughs) Because I'm actually intelligent And a good artist And smarter and better than you
4: Fuck AJ